Yo, what up? Welcome to the Intermolic Podcast. It is the same crew you just saw last episode. Uh, myself, Julio, and Marcus still missing Rick. And this time we are going to be talking about cars. So, Julio, there is a what's some kind of subscription model we introduce to cars. So, yeah, a lot of car companies are starting to jump on this uh, bandwagon that, if I'm not mistaken, got started by Ford about a year or two ago. Uh, where they started doing like subscription service uh, through LinkedIn and then started putting in like on the more higher end Ford models for stuff like uh, their info, like their infotainment system, what they call car entertainment nowadays and cars. And it started out with like an app, you know, like with apps that can track stuff like, oh, uh, your maintenance needs to be done or hey, you know, you have like air, airbag recalls or whatever. Well, now these apps are starting to have more control of the car, like you know tracking uh parking your alarm went off you can auto start it turn on the ac or the heater from your phone and now the now that that's all cool right i've had services like that i've even had some of those things added to my older cars uh my current honda accord does something similar to that don't really pay don't really use it because it's not worth shit but where i'm getting at now is uh now car manufacturers like toyota and lexus and my brother can attest to this uh, are doing things like if you want to use the your key fob, for example. For, he just dropped the keys. Yeah, I did just drop the keys. If you want to use your key fob, for example, to remote start your car, they're yep. charging you Realize a monthly. You didn't need to show the fob, right? Whatever. They're now charging Let a monthly fee or an annual for that feature. For that feature. Toyota on the new Toyota Tundra, they just introduced it. It's the first vehicle in their lineup. You have to pay, I think it's like a $88 a year or like a $9 a month fee to have remote start from your key fob. They give it to you free the first six months or the first year, and then they cut it, and then you have to pay for that subscription cost. Uh Ford is taking it a little further. And even GM's trying to push this envelope too with their higher-end models where stuff like heated seats, which has already been kind of removed from a lot of cheaper cars because of the chip shortage. Well, on some of the more expensive models, mm-hmm. now they want to charge you a fee. Either they haven't said if it's annual, they haven't said if it's going to be monthly, they're still been like thinking about it to where, oh, if you want access to your heated seats, you got to pay us. Uh, you want your, your air-conditioned seats, same thing to work you got to pay us a subscription fee uh or else it's not going to work under these conditions or these conditions so car companies are making it to where you're really going to be owing owning sorry not owing owning less of the car because let's say you pay the car off in four or five years but you still got to pay to use these damn fees they're still making money off uh absolutely it's already bad enough that a lot of companies are kind of trying to get around right to repair laws where you have the right to repair your own car take it to a non like dealership or non like company sponsored mechanic right to get your stuff worked on yeah but now they're adding this shit on top of it to me that's bs if you if i go out and buy a fucking another car that's new i expect myself to be able to fully own everything that that car has and does i don't want to pay subscription fee that's bs yeah, and like going back to the key fob and the auto start, like I have it on my new car. I, I've never used it just because I'm like, well, what's the point of, you know, I have it in the garage. I don't need to warm it up or anything. Yeah, just you don't. In, you don't have to worry about it being on, super on, hot on. because of the sun or none of that stuff. Yeah. 
So I, so I don't use that feature, but it's been around for a long time. So to go from it's been free to now you got to pay for it. I don't think it's worth $88 a year for that convenience. And they, it's ass backwards. And let me add this. Uh, one of the companies, I think Chrysler, uh, they made the argument that they're looking at this idea because they can change the codes that the key fob uh, sends out or the receiving uh, codes that the car has when it's receiving signals from the fob so that like hackers and thieves because you guys remember a couple like five six years back a bunch of hackers proved that they could literally take control of some Chrysler cars from a computer and make the car drive itself and do a bunch of like crazy shit like turn on the wipers turn off the headlights slam the brakes uh, now they're saying that well we're trying to keep hackers away from hacking your vehicle well you guys keep adding more shit to these cars to make them more like rolling computers than just cars. They're not principal transportation. Yeah. And, and at that so point, that's the thing about that though. As we go further into the future, of course, this shit's going to happen. Cars are going to get more and more um, complex, technologically advanced. That's mm-hmm. going to fucking happen. The issue I have with this fucking planning is this is and we all know it is done out of fucking greed they just want to make just money like airlines, 100%. just like airlines raised or started charging to check bags back after the recession these sons of bitches are literally trying to capitalize on the fact that one like gas prices are high as fuck people already have issues buying cars now oh yeah and now we have to decide on what features we can live without, because if push comes to shove, I gotta pay extra. We, like, for example, I like I don't have auto start. Don't really think I'd use it if I had it. To be honest, yeah, I'm missing anything. Annoyed as fuck. So me auto starting my car and I'm not it within view of seeing the bitch is gonna piss me off. Over thinking like, man, somebody can really just jump in my car and drive the fuck off. Well, it's not that simple, but I get what you're saying. All right, that, that, this, just yeah. living the goddamn opinion, please. Yeah, Julio, I know you, you use you've used that feature. Like, is it something I, that now you can't you can live without? I had it added to my Dodge Charger, uh, and it was useful because, like, if you wanted the AC on on a hot day, right as you're walking up to the car, you could fire it up. Uh, even on my Charger, I had a subscription service that was annual. Where I could GPS track the car in case it got stolen because it was one of those cars that was easy to steal, and it actually lowered my insurance by five percent because I added that yeah, stuff to it. That was added insurance cost company. that helps though, right? And that's something again. And I added that after owning the car for six that's years and getting it broke, right? And I got the car broken into. Like you know, somebody took stuff out of my trunk and one night, and and that where I was like, you know what? Let me get like an actual alarm system, not just remote unlocking doors from the key fob that, that ain't mm-hmm. shit yeah and, i mean it is but and not, that's where i think yeah. like one thing i could yeah. think that i could see that works it's like uh heated seats for example if you're in a climate that is normally cold a lot. you already left them yeah if you preset them and left them on or like i said like with some of the apps like honda for the accord touring which is not the model that i have you can turn on the heated seats on your phone from the app you got to pay for the app but it's a one-time fee for the app at the moment, but I wouldn't doubt that they're not looking at this yeah. idea either and saying, "Hey, we can make some money off this, so we charge like an annual fee or whatever." Yeah, they're they're going to get a lot of backlash, and people are probably going to go towards buying used cars 
over buying the newer ones because yeah it's it's a slippery slope if they, they can start charging now for the feature of actually rolling down your windows or using <laughs> the moonroof right like, like where do you draw the line that's like that's like rolling down your windows is not necessary. I know, right? It's, it's like if I, pulled, if I get pulled over and I open the door, that could make the difference between me getting shot or I can't open the shot. windows, sir. I haven't paid Drive for the through. windows this month. Yeah, and and, 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 yeah, and so I hate to say it, so we can flex our fucking poverty. And and, and, I, and I'm not gonna for lie. Real. I kind of one thing that I and I know this is gonna sound bad. Drive-throughs don't really exist in other countries. Not a lot of them, at least. So it's a more American mm-hmm. thing where, hey, I'm going to sit in my car and drive through this driveway and pick up food. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it's kind of like, a that, at least in that perspective, man, we're way too car dependent in this country. We we, we suck. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you bringing up other countries when hold on. we're it's, in America I'm, and this gonna, affects us? I'm, about, I'm bringing it around full circle. We oh, used to have cities... They were very focused on public transportation. If you look at like stuff in the 1900s, our cities were very focused on public transportation. Even as cars were coming out, a lot of people didn't live out in suburbs. They lived in the cities, right? It's not until we started with this whole like urban expansion thing in the 1930s through the 40s and 50s, especially after World War II, that we become more car-centric on having to own a car to get around and live our daily lives. Because you know now we have suburbs, we're living further away from work. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, now you live so far away from work. I mean, I drive about 30 miles across the Bay Area to get to work. And I have to depend on a car. I can't use public transportation because there's no buses or trains or anything that brings me within even a mile of my job. At least not to where it's like feasibly capable of doing it in under It's not the best public transportation system here. Right. So, I mean, look look at you. You live out in the suburbs. There's not a lot of good public transportation in that area. You have to depend on a car. Marcus, you live in Houston, which is like in one of the most car-centric cities in America. You guys need cars, period, to get around. Metropolitan city. Exactly. So it's one of those things where we, not you, not you guys, me, but as a country, we've we've pushed so far to have like our own piece of land, our own little lot, our own little home, which is a beautiful thing, but it comes at a price. Even then, we don't really own. Right. Hey, property taxes. But it comes at a price, and that's us giving up like a way of being more centralized to live our lives because everything is so scattered and so far out. And that's where I think car companies know, hey, like when it comes back to stuff like this, like subscription models for certain key for certain features in your car to work, they can kind of take advantage of it. You know, like hey, you live in a win- in a winter climate. There ain't no kind of right. If you w- if you live like in Detroit and it snows in the winter. You're going to probably have heated seats in your car, more than likely, and they know you will pay for that those heated seats. Uh, Which means some GM models have no choice, man. Right, either pay for it or freeze or freeze your butt off. And then then on those heated heated seats, do they use your car battery or gasoline? No, it runs not as well. Only if the battery's on when the engine's not running. When the engine's running, it runs off of electricity from the alternator. So gasoline. Because the alternator does cause a little. And what? What powers the alternator? Well, the battery is just used to start the car. The battery actually at, gets charged at that from point, the alternator. The battery is a stored device that stores power. Yeah, the alternator alternates that power. No, in a car, it creates the power to charge the battery, dude, and all the other electrical systems. 
Look it up. So, so that makes even less sense. I like need if, to look if, it up. I know exactly how my battery works. We're not talking the about the car battery. owner is if the car owner is paying for the battery or for gasoline, why am I still paying for the, for the use of the heated seats? Right. Why am I'm, I paying for the use of the touchscreen that I use to play the radio, to play my music, to pull up maps from my phone directly to the screen so I don't look down on my phone to look at Google Maps and get to a fucking accident? Right? Yeah. That's it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like Apple CarPlay or Android Auto show you maps on your screen that's mounted high on the dash so you're not looking down or looking away from the roadway you're just glancing over so that's where like I think uh, I think auto companies are fucking us over I think they need to get their shit together I think a lot of these executives are just really trying to penny and pinch everybody I mean if it gets to the point where I have to buy used cars the rest of my life and buy stuff from the mid 2000s you know what it's cheaper it's cheaper for me to fucking buy parts here and there and keep the car running as long as I find something that's in good condition than it would be for me to spend watch them, watch them discontinue those parts no, I know I know but it's right. still those, I would not here's what I'm saying I'd rather do that than pay the, what the average price is of $45,000 now for a new car that is the average price of a new car you can make the dirtiest part of Montaigne if you think I'm paying that mm-hmm Dude, it's too it's too much. Like I get I get yeah, every every couple of generations there's more features more and there's inflation involved in shit. I don't need it in the car. I need it to get me to work so I can pay these bills that never die. But you will one day. And then passes on to my (laughs) bitch. Fucking bills, death and taxes are the only certain things in life. God damn. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I hope these subscription models just die and they'll catch on. They just like, you know, this one's back last week. Unfortunately, there are people who don't mind it. My older brother. Yeah, rich people. He's not even rich. And I'm not going to get into the details of his life, but he's not in the best financial condition at the moment. But he's he bought a brand new Lexus last year. And when they told him about the whole subscription thing, he was like, yeah, no big deal. I'm like. But yeah, that he's means willing to pay for that shit. He's got well, a rich yeah. mindset, which is stupid because mm-hmm. it's like, dude, that means you don't fully own the car. Even and he paid it whole in one shot. But to me, you're still going to pay subscription fee. That, that, that makes no yeah. sense. You don't own your car, man. That's, that's like, like property tax. They can come and take your car because up until this stupid ass shit, yeah, what I was what pretty I've much been... the only thing you could literally own. That was just about as expensive as property. Well, you got to register it too, and if you don't pay registration, that's also a downside. But you know what I just yeah, thought about? They, they're not going to take your damn. Do you car. think they'll take your car if you don't pay these subscription fees? What if I just rack them yes. up and don't pay them? Well, I yes, get the I even if will. the car's paid for. Do you think I'll still get my shit repo? Yep. I want to see how that works. I want to see how that works in what? court. Well, if you, I guess Dude, if you go to the dealership, for... sustained by bureaucracy, so they're going to find a fucking way. Hold on, what did you say? Yeah, that? Just don't, I said, just don't get your car service at the dealership because I'm sure they'll turn that off. Like, oh, you're a past due on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> I, dude, <laughs> no honestly, more. I went to Honda about that whole paint issue, and since then, because they blew me off, I was like, all right, this car is never going to see one of your dealerships ever again. And I have not since taken it to a Honda dealer. I've had my own private mechanic do all the maintenance work on it, runs fine, everything's still good. Honda can kiss my ass. Actually, Honda Japan, if you're listening, your dealerships in the United States suck dick. There's no way in hell they're going to fucking see this. Never know. 
Never know. And they're Never Japanese. Know. They don't give a shit about us. No, yeah, they do. They just want our yeah. money. Sometimes cool. not even that. Okay, <laughs> not gonna go that far. Anyway, that's all, all right. I got for this. Well, week. I don't need to go far. It's the truth. <laughs> well, thanks that's for sharing, saying, Julio. Shit felt better here. Okay, cool. All right, so we'll wrap up this uh, episode. And we'll come back with another one real soon. All right, later, guys. Later. <laughs>